at that time is when my one of my co-founder he just called me one day while i was actually working at my company and said you know what i i wanted to quit my job and i was like just just blown away i was listening to him saying that hey you know what i really think that this can really help a lot of people let's really invest a lot of time and effort into this mm-hmm. when he quit his job back then in 20 2018 august we didn't have any external funding just imagine how that would look like at the same time we are a little bit scared and there are a lot of emotions going on but i knew back then that this guy has really came out thinking that we could really help people by building this solution but i know back then that now i have an obligation to make this right to make it even big and i cannot quit just because like i need to support my team so immediately like in the next one month it was just a miracle that we were able to raise another $100,000 out of nowhere so how did we raise that hello and welcome to another episode of want money got money with sam kamani this is a podcast where i interview and talk with guests from all around the world who share about their journey of either raising um funding for their own startups or i talk with investors who fund these sort of startups so today i have with me venki mandapati who is co-founder and ceo of career co so without further ado let's get into it welcome to the show venki thank you so much uh, for having me sam Yeah that's great. So yeah, I uh, would love to know a bit more about what you're working on these days. What's the current project that you're excited about? Sure. So I'm the uh, the founder and currently I'm working on a couple of edtech uh, startups. So basically just yeah. to give you a little bit background about myself, I'm actually currently now in the United States and Memphis, Tennessee. So I did my masters in information systems and an MBA from University of Memphis and during while i was actually doing my mba that's when i started my first yeah. startup uh, career quo as in status quo uh, .com to yeah. help students connect with mentors so that was the initial project and right now i'm actually working on my second startup uh, called viva.ai again it's another edtech startup where i'm trying to help students to help them get skills that they wanted to grow in their career That's great Venki it seems like both the startups that you are working on they're both in the education or career space is this something that you always been interested in or is this something that you got interested in after moving to US from India Yeah so I have a bachelor's uh, in engineering that's what my education uh, that I did ba- while I was in India and then i worked yeah. as a software engineer for a couple of years and then i i asked myself what do i want to do in my career and again the best option that that i chose back then back in 2015 is to come to the united states and get my higher education and after coming to the united states and i really um, saw the potential and there are lots of great opportunities here in the united states and i started to realize uh, some of the ideas that i have been thinking about uh, for quite yeah. some time and back then back while I was in india i didn't really know how to get started i didn't have any experience in entrepreneurship and while i was studying at the university of memphis that's when i got the first opportunity to, to pitch my idea so after pitching my idea for the first time i actually got the first place in that competition at the university which oh, really great. boosted my confidence so that's how it all got started and uh, education is something that i'm very passionate about in fact 
one of the yeah. things that uh, my friends always tell me it's it's not just your passion and you're obsessed yeah. with education <laughs> that's exactly why you are able to dedicate a lot of your time and energy into this uh, after going through a lot of struggles we were at this stage uh, today that is really inspiring yeah i would love to know more about your journey with career co because from what i know you have been working on it for last few years from the time you won the competition or the hackathon from there on to now how did you go about it did you first form a team how did you find your co-founders um, everything yeah absolutely i would love to share about how we got about building career co so back in 2018 uh, spring uh, when i came back to do my mba at the university of memphis there was a again a hackathon which started over a weekend and i just wanted to like you know build something like really quick and show it to the judges so i built very quickly like in just couple of days a prototype and just showed how we can build a platform that can help students connect with mentors mm-hmm. whoever they wanted to reach out to get help in their career who are willing to help them based upon their expertise so after that uh, hackathon over a weekend again after a couple of months i got another opportunity to pitch on the e- in the early pitch competition at the university so that's when i was able to like again get the first place that again boosted my confidence and coming back to how i found my co-founder so i got two uh, co-founders along with me both are one is my mentor from where i worked here in the memphis area and then the other one is friend uh, is a friend from college i think uh, both are really passionate about education as well and when i shared this idea that i really wa- wanted to work on it they actually uh, said you know what this is a great idea and we felt the same pain in our own um, journey in our own career and let's do something about it and it's it's a very small idea but looking at their confidence that really boosted me uh, to yes. pursue this idea 2 years ago and then uh, after that we took every opportunity that came our way and having a team is super important while you're working on your first idea because it can be a very stressful at sometimes uh, because if you are working as a single founder and it is your first time uh, building trying to build a company uh, there are a lot of things that you need to go through uh, but having a team have really helped me in the long run if i look back right now and also that's probably because you had the right team the people who build you up and not <laughs> tear you down yes i think you raised a very good point because like more than 50% of the startups actually fail within the first year because yeah. of uh, that team uh, they do not have the yeah the team dynamics is super important uh, because as i as i if i look back the journey for the last two two and a half years i think it's the, all the credit actually goes to the entire team i think one one member cannot do it all alone just because i have got the right support and i think it's just that once i have an idea i was able to share with a lot of people and sometimes as founders we are scared of sharing our ideas and a lot of times what i tell founders is that don't be afraid to tell your idea because you have the passion that nobody else will have and they might try to copy your idea so there will be a lot of questions that might be going through your mind but nice. what i always tell people is share with friends and family and as much as possible that's actually what gave me the initial insight uh, if i look back 3 years ago when i had this idea for the first time so yeah. i used to share to everybody who would just listen to me and give their 5 minutes of valuable time yes that is such a important point that you shared your idea 
without being afraid. And that's what gave you the insights because that is something that would help you down the road in getting a product market fit. If you are always keeping your idea just close to yourself, it is not going to go anywhere. You're not going to be able to enroll team members, co-founders, um, and get funding and get feedback and get customers. So I'm sure you, or did you also go and, or did you get people to sign an NDA before telling anyone about CareerCo? <laughs> I didn't have any NDAs. Uh, with that any, is with the any... way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And and if I look back, uh, Sam, uh, like where we got started and where we are, the mission hasn't changed and the idea has changed like 10 different times. Yes. So if you look back two years ago and now, people would not realize that like the idea that I told them is completely different than what we are trying to do right now. So, but ultimately the mission, the core goal of the platform to help students and any professionals who are looking for a right opportunities in their career hasn't changed, but we have pivoted our idea to actually effectively impact all the target audience that we are trying to serve. That is such a good point that you are just in a way changing the tactics, but the goal is still the same. The end result that you want is still the same. And you can achieve that only if you build things, if you share things, if you tell people about your things. Um, For me, I know that when someone comes to us and if they want us to sign an NDA, that person is they have never built anything before or they are really new. They're an inexperienced tech founder because it's just it doesn't matter whatever social network whatever you are building there's going to be a thousand copies of it anyway there's nothing it it doesn't mean anything so it's like why are you wasting your time are you going to get all your customers to sign an nda it's not going to happen <laughs> no one's going to do that so yeah that is such a good point for all founders yeah I would, for some of our um, audience i have known Venki for for I think probably a few months now, and I have heard a lot more of his story and I found it super inspirational. So I'd love to hear and I'd love for you to share about how you fueled this idea. How did you get funding? All the sort of all the challenges you faced and how you how you guys as a team coped with them. Absolutely. I think I would definitely love to share, uh, especially this podcast is all about getting uh, like ideas of how to get investment. And uh, so starting from day one, uh, let's imagine uh, it's February 2018. I went through this hackathon over a weekend in our university and pitched my idea and got first place, got $500. And then that really boosted my confidence. And you know what? Hey, this is cool. Like somebody like really believed in the idea and uh, they actually appreciated me and uh, gave me a first place. And that took me for like the next couple of months. And again, I went for another competition where I won the first place again and won another $2,500. That again boosted my confidence a little more. And I started to look at opportunities because I'm a student. I think that really helped me a lot back then. I think a lot of students might not realize the resources that they have while in college because we are almost like every time we are only looking at our classes or assignments and you know, how to get a job. Sometimes we tend to forget all the other resources and opportunities that are really around around us us to take advantage of. So that's what I really realized because I think it's, it's really important to understand. Again, I went back to do my MBA while I was actually working. I think, uh, again, there is a lot of nuances uh, that I also wanted to like share so that the people who are listening to 
because I, I'm actually working as a product manager uh, at a company here in Memphis. So while I was doing that, I got this opportunity to go back to school, get my MBA, but also work on an idea that I'm super passionate about because I'm passionate about education and mentoring others. Yes. I think uh, you have to be a giver to in order to like you know, really help people who are in need. That's exactly what I wanted to like really scale. Like how can I enable people to really give back in whatever way that they can uh, in a virtual way. So that's how it got started. And after those couple of competitions, and I started applying for a lot of accelerator programs. So there is a very good accelerator program here in the US, especially in the Mid-South. It's called Delta iFund. So this is for anybody, any entrepreneur who has an idea and are just wanting to do customer discovery. Again, customer discovery is about how you understand the real problem that you're trying to solve uh, through a a three-month training. So we were able to get selected for that program. And the good thing is they actually give non-diluting, uh, non-dilution uh, funding of five grand, which is $5,000. Yes. It's again, a very big boost for us where it helped us to build a prototype in that three months. And now mm-hmm. we are almost talking about August. And that's when like, we, we are seeing some a prototype. We have a small team. Now we have got some training. We did our customer discovery trying to understand the real pain point. At that time is when my one of my co-founder, he just called me one day while I was actually working at my company. I said, you know what? I, I wanted to quit my job. And I was like, yeah. just, just blown away. I was listening to him saying that, hey, you know what? I really think that this can really help a lot of people. Let's really invest a lot of time and effort into this. Mm-hmm. When he quit his job back then in 20, 2018, August, we didn't have any external funding. Just imagine how that would look like. At the same time, we are a little bit scared and there are a lot of emotions going on. But I knew back then that this guy has really came out thinking that we could really help people by building this solution. But I know back then that now I have an obligation to make this right, to make it even big. And I cannot quit just because like, I need to support my team. So immediately, like in the next one month, it was just a miracle that we were able to raise another $100,000 out of nowhere. So how did we raise that? Because I'm a student and because we have a full-time employee who is working full-time on the product. And now at that time, we have a very small prototype that we were able to build with the small grants, with the small funding that we got from the university. That really inspired all three of us to really take that leap of faith, which is super important. And for the listeners to explain it a little bit more, two of our co-founders are actually working professionals. So we are working for Fortune 100 companies here in the US. And while we are bootstrapping this application that we wanted to build for ourselves and for universities. So CareerCo is a product. Initially, we started to sell it to universities and yearly subscription to help their students connect with alumni for mentoring. mentoring. So that was the initial concept. So we were able to raise that $100,000 with our own alumni at the University of Memphis, which is a super boost um, for us because for first-time entrepreneurs, it is super difficult to raise that level of capital with just an idea, with just a small First check is the hardest. Absolutely. It is, yeah. So no, that is, yeah, that is super inspirational for, I'm sure, for really early stage um, founders just starting out but what happened after that after you raised that and then 
was yeah, it all so, yeah yeah so once we were able to raise that uh, funding uh, and again we had a list of uh, functionality that we wanted to build so we built a roadmap for like from 6 to 8 months with the 100000 uh, that we were able to raise and uh, immediately we were able to get a small development team mm-hmm. uh, who were able to like you know, build the application for us and um, since one of our co-founder also is working full time we started building on the side as well as talking to more customers to to really identify the customer base that we wanted to target but as i mentioned earlier we initially started to sell it to the universities but being an education technology companies being first time entrepreneurs one thing that we haven't realized back then is how hard it is to sell it to the universities and colleges so it is it's very bureaucratic <laughs> it's it yes. takes the sales cycle is super long <laughs> absolutely and that like you know really didn't help us and again on the side i am actually going to all the different competitions i went to like you no know, national and international competitions trying to pitch my idea at different stages we were able to go to semi finals and finals like that on the side i was able to do all those things to keep our team motivated hey guys we were getting selected here where we are getting valuable mentoring but from these investors from these judges from these professors who are guiding us through that way but at the end of the day we are the ones who need to find out the real product market fit and at that point of time we identified that universities and it's a long sales cycle and to sell it to one university to almost take 3 to 4 months which is not going to work and help and we are building a social video platform uh, that can help people uh, connect virtually back in 2019 april is when we were able to create a small prototype and start piloting at two or three universities here in in the us and we got those results and it's a nice to have for people to have a tool like that and we are also going to several conferences to really connect with a lot of different universities and what we realized in one of the conference is that a person from diversity equity and inclusion came to our um booth and asked us hey like you know can we use this tool in the diversity equity and inclusion department where we wanted to help students who are first generation students who are from underprivileged communities then the idea sparked hey you know what this is exactly what these departments because the universities they work in silos every department has their own solutions and their own ways of doing things and to sell it to universities it is super difficult to bring everybody on board but now we realized hey diversity equity and inclusion department and especially here in the united states it is super important and there is lot of effort that is being put in to provide that equal opportunity for everybody and only 40 students out of every 100 students especially from those underrepresented communities are actually graduating every year which is a huge opportunity for huge universities opportunity. and colleges so when we realized that opportunity and we started talking with colleges only to the diversity equity and inclusion departments and almost like three or four colleges directly one after another everybody started saying yes on the spot that really sparked something for the whole team guys we do not have to you know, sell it to career services and alumni associations and it's so difficult to sell it to them but now we are starting to realize that there is this huge potential now at that point of time Uh, again going back little ba- uh, little to last year in april 2019 we ran out of that first 100k at that point of time we we are thinking to raise another capital another round of capital but it is very hard to raise capital without having to prove your concept 
without you, know, you have got the 100k but again the amount isn't sufficient now then we we decided to actually survive just based upon our own personal funds so just because we are having that privilege of having a, a full time job as well we were able to bootstrap for another one year trying to make it one more month every every single month <laughs> so that is super hard and sometimes a lot of founders may not have that flexibility yeah. so we were just fortunate to have that flexibility back then sir yeah the bootstrapping people don't realize the idea is very romantic but the the reality is super harsh bootstrapping is very hard <laughs> I mean Absolutely. in in my view anyway <laughs> but everyone has a different experience of course so yeah so you did bootstrap it for another year after that and you worked full time and did in a way two jobs and supplemented it uh, supplemented the income what happened after that no as we all know it is february 2019 now we have got one or two colleges that wanted yes. to sign the contract and now the the pandemic happens now again that's again a, a different story that we all know and now again all the schools and colleges their main focus is to come on virtual right mentoring is again uh, goes back in the list of prior, uh, priority items for them yes. and now we are again back to ground zero so which is again a, a lot of struggle right so once uh, your focus has been shifted now during this time what i haven't all, already shared is we also talked with one or two non-profit organizations who has these mentoring opportunities but every non-profit actually the way they work is face to face so many non-profit organizations have mentoring solutions but they work face to face pre covid 19 but after covid 19 everybody is going virtual and there is no way for them of course they are using tools like zoom and facebook and linkedin and youtube like the plethora of tools that they're trying to help their members to come on board but we became that unified solution that their members can build a community because zoom you can connect and talk and then after the connection there is no way for you to connect back if you don't have that information so we built a tool like we have pivoted our idea and build these additional features that are and capabilities that are easy for any kind of organization so we started to focus on non-profits which again started to say as yes on the spot like 9 out of 10 non-profits started saying yes now again our confidence has rise rose to like you no know, really get that funding to help us sustain yes from what i understand about your product so you don't need a for those who don't know um, about career co you don't need zoom and calendly and facebook group and lots of other things everything to be used as once you can just use career co and it will do everything and also you white label career co is that right and so they yes. can have their own logo they can have with zoom you have to have a name zoom but with career co you can name it to your own brand to your own corporate or non not for profit absolutely you're right uh, so any kind of organization we are starting off with non profits and ultimately we wanted to give the same kind of technology for any kind of organization which wants to leverage our technology to be able to build their communities because pre era think of it as like you know, we used to have brick and mortar and then once the internet came it all become the websites and yes. uh, e-commerce and now yes. after covid 19 it's all about virtual communities so yes. you so we have that virtual community 
in our infrastructure that we built in order to create those virtual communities for any kind of organization. So that is our value proposition. So any kind of organization who wants to build that virtual community can actually set up their virtual community in just less than one day with our technology. So once we pivoted that idea, now we are getting a lot of calls from like nonprofits that want to build off their communities on our virtual platform. So that's the beauty of our product. And then we were able to raise another, another 120K in the last three, four months just within friends and family who really appreciate like, you know, what we are doing and how we are uh, helping nonprofits yes. and underprivileged communities. So that was another, uh, and the big thing that happened another again, like, you know, uh, our friends, our families, like, you know, they said, you know what, you guys are doing great. And I think we just need to support you as much as we can. And right now we are talking with, actively talking with investors to raise another, at least a million dollars of uh, seed capital in the next one month. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that would really put rocket fuel for you. It would be like rocket fuel for you guys. Absolutely. So I have another question around, I, from what you're saying, that it all started with pitching at hackathons and pitching at competitions and pitching to investors. And so it seems like you're really good at at selling your concept, selling your idea. Um, and everyone has to do that. How did it all start? What was the first thing that you ever sold? I think the first thing that I ever sold is the idea maybe to my parents to come to the United States. So I yeah. think uh, from a, not from a money a monetary standpoint, but just uh, having that uh, faith that, that I can really come here and you know really do good but in the life yeah. and i think if i just look at in the last couple of years just selling career co i haven't <laughs> sold anything anything before career co and it's just fascinating that we were able to learn so much uh, by just working on this on this project because i always tell to my team like my corporate career has never taught me lessons that i i was able to get in the last couple of years, just by working on this product. And sometimes people say, and even a couple of customers have uh, said to my team, you know what, Winky is a better seller. You need to make, <laughs> make sure that like you you actually uh, put him uh, in front of customers. It, it was just a joke from customers. And I used to feel that I cannot sell anything in this world. Like I'm not a sales guy. But I think what I starting to realize, Sam, in the last six months or so, mm-hmm. as I talk with more customers, and I think I was just sharing my passion, like why I wanted to do this, right? Like at the end of the day, I'm starting to realize that it's not about money anymore for me. It's all about helping people and making lives better. And especially after COVID-19, my eyes have opened up. There is so much that we can do to help people. And with technology, I think if I can just do a little bit 0.00001% of it, I think I'll feel happy uh, at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that you just stole the words out of my mouth that yeah. it is just that passion. People see that you are passionate about it and people see that you are genuine. And that's why it is so easy that when you are sharing, you are not asking for people to fund you and they end up funding you. So that is and the same. They end up buying career core, subscribing to it. It's partly to do with your passion for what you want to achieve and what you want to do. Now, just one more thing I wanted to ask you. Say, if you were going to start, if you were, you know, three years ago, three and a half years ago, what would you do differently if you're starting Career Co? What advice would you give to the Venki of three and a half years ago? (laughs) 
So I think, uh, yeah, that's a very good question. I think what I would tell myself uh, back then is to leverage your networks and connect, uh, personal connections uh, more to you know, really help them understand like you know, your idea. And I think uh, one thing that I might have done it like you no know, from the beginning is to like you know, really leverage my network even more yes. uh, to to leverage uh, those resources that i have and most importantly especially in the education space there are a lot of grants that i can apply to which i never knew of uh, back then which is again great for a great resource or great uh, resource for funding uh, because there are a lot of great opportunities you sometimes also especially in the tech space or being an entrepreneur there are so many business plan competitions that you can just apply with your idea because sometimes you just need to understand whether it is uh, it is worth it right so sometimes yes. you are going to get valuable feedback from from judges when you go for these competitions and imagine there are plenty of opportunities out there and we just need to pick the right opportunities and sometimes it is stressful investment raising capital itself is a full time job that's what it is full time job a lot of people say and sometimes that i ha- i have learned it very the hard way it itself yeah. like you know, takes 6 to 9 months to just raise capital yes. so once we raised that first 100000 dollars we were not knowing that hey like you no know, to raise another 100000 or 50000 dollars <laughs> keep going we need to start early right yes. again i think having the pressure i think constant pressure and maybe we we were a little bit flexible hey let's do this let's do this let because we have got a little bit more money in the bank we were able to like you no know, test these several things but we lost focus on hey we are running out of the, our runway we just yes. need to start talking with more people and like you know, sell the idea and get in more money and and one thing that i also realized is sometimes you do not even have to raise fund at the very beginning stage of your idea you can use lot of tools that are out there especially if you are in the software or if yeah. your idea is a tech product there are plenty of ways that you can leverage existing technologies and lot of times we forget the value of our mvps right yes. uh, mvp is nothing but a minimum viable product uh, or a simple prototype you do not ha- even have to need funding even though if you are not a technical guy don't even keep that as a barrier of getting started that is the most important thing that i would tell for anybody who would listen even though if you are not technical or don't know how to code or wanting to build an idea you have an idea just talk with people go to linkedin connect with people and said hey you know what this is an idea that i wanted to do and just connect with other founders because they love yeah. helping other founders who have just an idea just connect with me on linkedin i would share a lot of resources that i can how i can be of help i think don't af- don't be afraid of asking for help because it is just an idea that people might think that it might not work don't ever neglect the ideas that you get always write them in a piece of paper so that you don't forget about them and always get the help from others who have done it before because yeah. the mentoring that is going to help is is so much valuable because more valuable than money absolutely and sam is is doing a great job of like you know really connecting entrepreneurs with venture capital or investors uh, who are trying to help entrepreneurs as well i think uh, it's a great thing yep so something around that is i meant i maintain a trello board 
And I have of all the ideas, any ideas I get, I write them in there because I would lose same thing around, write it down in a piece of paper or a diary or somewhere if you've got any good ideas and then you can come back to it. But it is so important that you say that if you have an idea, share it with people, talk to people about it. Don't hold it close to your chest. You don't have to go and rush off and register a patent and spend twenty, thirty thousand dollars in registering a patent. It's unnecessary. You don't even know if anyone even wants it, if there's even need for it. So yeah, until you talk to people, you don't know the the value. And until people use it, you don't know the value of, of your idea and your execution. So very true. Lots of really good lessons for founders right there. Now I have this thing called like the the top three sort of a thing. First one is what is your um, favorite book or a book that you are reading right now? I think my favorite book that I would say is I have a couple here. One on Start with why I think uh, Start that with is why. A, yeah mm-hmm. so that's a great book that I would definitely recommend uh, the listeners to read and zero to one yeah by Peter Thiel it's it's very great book uh, for any entrepreneurs uh, to start reading I think uh, I mean I have a, a list of books oh I'm sure I yeah. actually maintain so I think uh, these are great resources uh, for people yeah. who are getting started I think uh, those are a couple of books. What about podcasts? Do you listen to on a regular basis or which one do you recommend? Yeah, I mean, I love podcasts and I, I have my own podcast uh, Driven by Doing as well. Where by I also inter- yeah, where I interview entrepreneurs, professionals and students uh, to share their stories yes. as well. And one of my favorite podcasts are How I Build This by okay. Guy Raj. And I also listen to uh, Indie Hackers. That's yes, one that's a good, good one. podcast. Yeah. And uh, humans 2.0. Yeah, uh, that's another good one. So I think there are a ton of podcasts uh, that I would normally listen to. And yeah. I think I think that's a great resource for entrepreneurs. Because back in 2018, I actually started listening to podcasts every day while I commute to work. I used to listen to at least one Same. episode back and forth. And I think if I look back, I think those really made a lot of difference and shifted yeah. my mindset. And I think every entrepreneur who is just thinking about building your own startup or an idea, I think it's a great way to learn. Uh, you do not ha- even have to have mentors. I, it's almost, I believe that it's a mentor in your pocket. Like it you is. would actually see that everybody is just normal like you and me. All they did was they just kept on going no matter what. Yep, 100%. That is such good insight i would say that you've got from listening to all that and that and also i can see that from your life that you kept going um so many times you guys have just knowing from your sort of personal story and building career co have been near to running out of the funding but you guys kept going sometimes you bootstrap sometimes you managed to raise funding but that none of that um stopped you from moving ahead and Absolutely. that's what the, the lesson is. Um, Absolutely. Now, if so I think one thing uh, I wanted to add there is, yeah, yes, it's super important to keep going. And sometimes you'll be amazed with the, the resources that you would come across. Uh, sometimes if you just keep going. And if I look back, back then, if I get few a uh, few more funds to actually keep yes. uh, working on the product, we would have failed. Because again, we would have felt comfortable having money in the bank. 
i think everybody has to go through this go through this phase i think it's the process yes. that is going to make you stronger and stronger i think when i talk to my team that's what i i always tell them you know what guys yes we struggled for one year without having funds but if we look back if we get the funding back then we would have failed yes because we didn't 100% learned enough or we didn't have the the customers or we didn't find a product market fit because we didn't have a lot of money we had to use our limited resources to make every bit of it count i yes. think which lot of us forget sometimes because we get funding or we have the yeah. resources because you are flexible enough to try bunch of things and sometimes yes. we lose our focus and i was actually listening to a class in the last couple of days focus is something saying no to 100 good ideas yeah so that i think that's i just wanted to share that and now we have found a product market fit now we feel more comfortable in raising that funds because we know our focus i think that is super important for especially first time entrepreneurs yeah that is so similar also with sales because over the last year or two i have watched and listened a lot about sales and read books on sales and all sorts of things and it's the same thing that you want to say no to the wrong lead early on so that you don't waste time with someone who's never going to be a customer so you want to early on in the process determine if is the right person and that's something that i see you guys have done really well you guys have found a niche and that has helped to define your product as you go more in a niche because then you can fulfill their needs even more so yep very true focus is like 99 out of 100 times saying no to all the other unnecessary ideas that you should not dilute your attention last one if you had unlimited time money resources what would you build i think i would build there's something i was actually thinking about is to actually help entrepreneurs i think yes. i'm so passionate about helping other entrepreneurs what yeah. i would actually do is i would actually create an end to end solution that like if you have an idea and yes. you come to this platform that can teach you from a to z all you need to do is follow that process because sometimes scaling that kind of an idea is so super difficult because you have to have a one on one mentor like i'm thinking about ways like how can i create an automated way that can help people like irrespective of where you are in the world especially you know small communities small villages yes. underrepresented communities especially women entrepreneurs like i'm yes. thinking about all these ideas like how can i build an a machine that can help people build companies because a lot of times we we are moving at such a rapid pace that like every company can get disrupted in no time and to to continuously innovate we need to have a special force uh, within us who can, whom whom we think hey you know what i can learn this i can build this there is nothing that we cannot do i think enabling anybody to do anything is my biggest passion and i think i'm going to build it somehow in my lifetime yes. to to help entrepreneurs around the world oh that is a fantastic point yep on this note yeah i, I don't think i can <laughs> can top that anyone can but on this note where do people find you how do they get connected with you is it just your linkedin i can put the link to your linkedin is there any other way you would like people to get in touch with you 
Yeah, so I think uh, there are uh, there are so many different ways. Uh, one mainly on LinkedIn. I'm super active on LinkedIn. I think that's the easiest way to connect to reach out to me. And uh, my email address is venki v e n k i at careerquo. It is q u o dot com. I think you can also yep. send reach out to me on my email. And I'm also uh, present on uh, Twitter and Instagram. So feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to share uh, any resources to you all. Fantastic. That is great. Thank you so much, Venki, for your time. And yeah, wish you best of luck for CareerCo and for your journey on helping all these uh, non-for-profit and underprivileged communities and, and educational institutes and, and everything that you are doing. Thank you. And, and thank you so much uh, for actually bringing on to uh, the show, Sam. I think you're doing a, such a fabulous job and bringing entrepreneurs and investors uh, because this is a great initiative. And uh, thank you so much uh, you. for having this great podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Want Money, Got Money with Sam Kamani. Hope you enjoyed the show and got some valuable insights that would help you in your startup or your business. If you haven't already, please subscribe and rate this show on your favorite platform. It would be extremely helpful and I just cannot tell you how much I would appreciate that.